0: Welcome to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Each week, Dr. DeSanto gives you advice and information on whether cosmetic dentistry is right for you and on the latest techniques to enhance your smile. Call in with your questions at 629-7970. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. Well, good morning and welcome back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry. And Of course, uh, you know that your dentist is an important Part of your overall health and well-being, but now Illinois dentists may be on the front lines of the most important public health issue of our times. Doctor Tanya Desoto is here with us to talk more about it. Doctor, good morning.
1: Good morning. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, we are really excited about this, Jim. You know the the news is really fast and furious about this. The state is um, the guidelines are changing by the day, and all for the better. Um, We've been advocating for dentists to be able to administer the vaccine so that this could ramp up fast and furious in the state of Illinois. And, um, you know, a trip to the dentist, we hope, could soon mean more than just talking about whiter teeth and lecturing on flossing and keeping oral health where it needs to be. We um, we're hoping that now this long-awaited COVID vaccine is, is being distributed across the country that many people, they're just so eager to get this injection. And, and you know, honestly, this is the number one health crisis that we've ever seen in our lives, in our lifetimes, you know. So as a dentist and a healthcare provider, you know, we're all anxious to step up and help. So, um, you know, in December, for instance, you know, where this all kind of got its grounding was, you know, the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation, they issued an emergency proclamation and, and that required dentists to take a four-hour training on injections. Um, yeah, I just have to leave that right there. We were a little upset about that because, you know, we uh, <laughs> we give injections probably more than any other profession, unless it's a phlebotomist or something. Um, you know, we give injections to, like, you know, 30, 40 people a day. Um, so we have a great uh, person that backs us, David Marsh. He's our director of governmental affairs at our Illinois State Dental Society. And he um, was so helpful with with helping get this off the ground. You know, with the quick change, he was quoted that uh, with the quick change in the statute or the regulation, uh, we can put hundreds, if not thousands, of dentists on the front line and administer these vaccines, So uh, the supply is going to reach a point where you're going to have a lot of vaccines available and you're going to have a lot of demand by patients and you're not going to have the providers trained to actually put the shots in the arms. You know, he was quoted in saying that. So, you know, it's just really, it's, it's been great to watch this whole process evolve. And then just in the last, I would say 24, 48 hours, um, They have now gone through different, the state regulations have changed. And now we, as dentists will take, and everybody that gives the vaccines will take a one hour training video on administering the vaccine. So uh, hopefully this will roll out, the training will roll out really quickly. And um, maybe, you know, by the time February is over, we'll be able to put a lot more people on the front line to administer, hopefully a lot more vaccines that will be in our supply.
0: So you know, this is um, a really critical point. I think we've got to stress too. You know, don't start calling your dentist office just yet because right now the vaccine doses just simply aren't here. But this is laying the groundwork for when that uh, supply of doses becomes more steady and we start to get adequate supplies. As you noted, uh, right now we've got like all hands on deck at the health department. Everybody who can give right. a shot is doing that. And when we get more supply in, we're just going to simply need more people capable of doing that. As you noted, who better to do it than uh, the the dentists who who do this and and put needles into people multiple times every day to deaden pain and do all the other things they have to do. Right,
1: exactly. So that's And that's a really good point. I mean, when we get this training, what's really great is we'll be able to go to um, the health department sites and volunteer our time outside of our practice hours and just go and add into the mix of people that will help vaccinate people at the health department sites. So that's where that will wind up being once we do get enough supply of the vaccine and, and get our training all accomplished, and hopefully that will all happen simultaneously. And a, a lot of more, a lot more appointments will become available when people log on and sign up for these appointment slot times at the health departments at that actual facility. So hopefully the number of facilities uh, where people can actually receive the vaccine will grow. Um, as dentists, our hopes are that people will be able to do it at their dental office. I mean, that's not, not here yet, but we, that's our ultimate goal. I mean, how easy would that be for people to do that in the future? So that is um, our goal. There's a little bit of logistics that um, have to be looked at, you know, as far as housing the vaccine and refrigerating the vaccine and storing the vaccine. And some dental offices don't have that capability to do that. But some do. So, you know, there's a lot to be said for what's going to roll out here in the future, because, you know, Illinois is really lagging behind nationwide on vaccinating the number of vaccines that are being distributed as fast and furious as we're ramping this up. Other states are also fast and furious. And so we're at the bottom of the list, you know, when it comes to where we are on the national grid as far as administering the population with the vaccine. So we we really need to work on that. But, you know, putting thousands of dentists on the front line is really, really going to be helpful as as the weeks go by. So we're really excited about this opportunity. Um, It allows us to step up and help the overall um, situation in our state. So uh, we're happy to do that. You know, I, I don't know when exactly we'll probably do that. It'll probably be the weekend (laughs) because, you know, dental offices were closed for three months and, you know, we have a lot of issues Monday through Friday in our own offices being behind. But, um, you know, we all have the big picture in mind that the more, the sooner we get, you know, our freedom and the sooner we can get back to life as we all want it, the better it is for everybody. So we're happy to do that. And, you know, we are all big advocates of the vaccine as well. And, And I think that's really important to mention because, you know, a lot of people trust, have long relationships with their dentists, trust their dentists, heck, they've grown up with their dentists, some of these people. I speak for myself when I say that. You know, I came to Springfield when I was 24, so now that I'm in my 50s, you know, most of my patients, they have watched me grow up, (laughs) get married, have children. You know, this is a really long-term bond that I have with so many of my patients, and you know they trust us as far as what should they do and when they have questions about things they, they ask us and so we're we're big advocates of the vaccine and maybe we have a few extra minutes to talk to people and explain why it's important you know maybe they don't get that ear when they're talking to other people uh, maybe their doctor offices are really busy or you know they're doing everything remotely i mean sometimes we can just take that five minutes and, and explain why they should do this and why it's really important so uh, we're a sounding board. We're a big um, advocate for the vaccine. And now hopefully we're actually going to be able to administer the vaccine. So um, I think that will will help open up slots as people start to realize that, you know, in the weeks ahead, they can log in and there's more times available. Because I think that's everyone's biggest frustration right now is, you know, there's categories of who gets the vaccine, Um even those people in those categories try to log on to get the vaccine, and there's just no available appointment to do that. So people are just waiting and waiting and waiting for their time.
0: No question. And obviously uh, we have been encouraging people keep checking back with the public health department to get to the website. We've got a portal on our website, people can check. And you can, of course, listen here every Saturday morning too, as we'll have updates on when Dennis will roll into that mix, when more doses are available. So uh, lots of resources to be able to stay on top of that. And as this process moves on, uh, you'll be able to find out uh, very quickly then when those uh, slots are available and how you can uh, become uh, one of the people getting that vaccine and uh, getting us back on that path to normal. This is Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Tanya DeSato here with us on WMAY. And, Doctor, uh, we're, we've are still got time before we take the break here if we have other things we want to get into this morning.
1: Oh, I, I was thinking you were taking a break, Chris. It, it, with, with Chris, it was hard because I didn't know, like, with remote, I would kind of know where he was talking. Right. Um, and we're remote, I'm not in Springfield at the moment, so we're doing this via phone, and I think it sounds great, and thanks for being patient with me as I'm out of town here. And um, we uh, we had other things we wanted to talk about, too, because uh, something equally as important as the vaccine is a topic that we've really embraced at Parade Dental Group, and that is about um, quality of sleep. And, you know, the more we talk about um, sleep and the importance of sleep, it's really taken on its own evolution as um, far as, Uh, people feeling better, sleeping better. And um, sleep apnea is something that's come in the front lines of many of our uh, diagnoses and public awareness. It's created a huge limelight because a lot of people suffer from this. More people suffer from this than they ever realized. And so we've embraced this as far as working with the physicians and helping people with sleep apnea appliances because so many different avenues of getting care to get good sleep either involve a CPAP or a sleep apnea appliance. And as dentists, we're able to make these appliances, and we love doing this. It helps people. It changes their lives. It's, it's really puts their life back in order. And when you're suffering from sleep, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So when you can solve that issue, you really do get your life back. And it's been very rewarding for us. And I like to talk about that a little bit. And I wasn't sure how much time we had at the break, but we have a lot of um, different things that we're doing at Prairie Dental Group. That are, it's, it's really quite amazing. Um When we talk about, um, I I start off by talking about, um, how it amazes me to look back a few decades and see how our understanding of, of dangerous situations and risk has evolved in healthcare and in life in general. You know, when I was young, there was no seatbelt law, um, or or seatbelts, for that matter. You know, I can remember being next to my mom in the front seat of the car. As she ran errands, and if she had a slam on the brakes, she would throw her right arm out and kind of clothesline me across the seat to keep me from bouncing off the windshield. And that was the idea of child restraint systems in the 70s. And everyone did this, Jim. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what your childhood was like, but I don't remember ever
0: having a seatbelt. It was always my mom's arm. Mom arm all um, the time, yep.
1: <laughs> I have vivid memories of my mom's arm crushing my trachea as the brakes and tires let out, you know, my little squeal. But sleep is a lot like that, and that's what I relate to. Um, you know, just as 10 years ago, we had no concept of the importance of sleep. Our lives accelerated beyond what our bodies could handle, really, and and no one thought much of it beyond the proliferation of coffee shops and, and, oh my gosh, energy drinks, that was a huge thing too. Um, But studies have shown that the lack of quality of sleep, and that's an important delineation actually, not just sleep, but the quality of sleep. It increases the likelihood of so many things we all struggle with, so many of us struggle with. Um, Type 2 diabetes as we get older, obesity, heart disease, just the name, the popular top three from lack of sleep. Um, studies with test animals, you know, not I'm, I'm not a real fan of that, but they have done this in the past where they demonstrate the lack of some of the sleep or all sleep cycles could reduce your life expectancy from two to three years. So that's huge, you know, in addition to the physical diseases related, you know, to the lack of sleep not even, I just mentioned the top three above, but there's so many more psychological pathologies associated with the lack of sleep. So it's, it's really, it's really hits our radar because it can really save your life. And and I think that if you can change a life or save a life, I mean, that's, that's huge. Um, so, you know, memory and information processing, um, Seem to affect the lack of sleep, especially what we call REM sleep. So a lot of us complain about being like schedule overload and not being able to remember things well. And there's a high degree of probability these symptoms are a lack of restful sleep. So you throw depression into that, or you know things that affect your psychological well-being. Oh my goodness, you know different levels of sleep and, and really, you know, changing your healthy sleep cycle. Uh, really, will affect the stages and how deep you get into your sleeping. So you you know you hear people say, "All I did last night was dream, and I woke up exhausted." Well, you know that's your sleep cycles; they're altered. You know, you go from this REM rebound where your brain is making up for all this lost sleep. Um, you know, medications and antidepressants can change this. So um, sometimes, in a nutshell, and not to get too technical, but you know, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg syndrome. It it works both ends against the middle. Some of these medications, you know, help, but really, it's you have to just get good sleep. So, um, possibly after the break, I can talk just a little bit about uh, the dental component and how we help get this goal accomplished.
0: So let's take this break, and we will return with more of Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto, WMAY, on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Stay informed. Stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Now we return to Dr. Tanya DeSanto, the discussion this morning on sleep apnea, doctor.
1: Thank you. You know, we were talking a little bit about before the break about, you know, the importance of not just sleep, but the quality of sleep. The quality of sleep is just paramount to living a full, productive, long-living, healthy life. You know, when you get... Quality sleep, you're 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 less at risk for so many diseases that people suffer with as they get older. I mean, I think about days like when I was younger, being a night owl. You know, as a long-term student for many years, you know, I wouldn't even think about heading to bed until like midnight. Um, You know, I'd sleep for five hours and I'd drag myself out of bed. And we relied on coffee, you know, caffeine study, you know, work late hours. And then all of a sudden you're doing the whole thing again. You're just repeating this cycle. And at the end, you're just, your body never, ever gets that quality sleep. So, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, if life just keeps running full speed ahead that direction, it's spiraling out of control and you're never getting that quality of sleep. And maybe the times you are sleeping, you don't enter deep sleep because of, you know, other issues. You're snoring, your airways narrow, um, A lot of factors get involved in that, and it always um, amazes me that, you know, the bar that you set for yourself, like that's just your normal, It's you just snore, and you leave it at that, like you snore, well, no, that's not okay if you snore, I mean, your airway is obstructed, and is it causing, you know, a problem, so, you know, um, physicians were first on the scene with obstructive sleep apnea, and, and really making mountains of headway in in solving problems for patients with this problem. Unfortunately, the medical model of treatment, it's not exactly a perfect delivery for everybody. You know, the medical model frequently involves scans and overnight sleep studies and sometimes the CPAP device. And a lot of people love their CPAP machine because they, they realize how much it changes their life. And I'm a big advocate for those. The only problem is there are patients that can't tolerate it. And those people get left hanging without options and and they're struggling because they can't tolerate it for whatever reason. Maybe they're claustrophobic. They just don't like it. And so they'd rather have, they'd rather go without it. And so they're actually choosing poor quality of sleep over, you know, something that could possibly help them. So, you know, this is the time dentists can step up and help with the second option. And that's a mouth appliance that helps hold your airway open and, um, is usually more comfortable for people. It's, you know, it's not the gold standard that the CPAP machine is, but sometimes it makes a huge difference with so many people. And, um, you know, when I explain um, the idea behind a CPAP, it's, it's kind of like the expression drinking from a fire hose. And that means there's so much being delivered that's impossible to keep up. So a CPAP delivers a high volume of air into the nose or a mouth under a lot of pressure, um, enough pressure to keep your airway open and it pushes oxygen into your air, into your airway, into your lungs. And um, for the problem with so many patients, is this incredible volume of air, as well as the hardware covering your face, a steel face mask or nasal cannula. Um, it just sometimes it's uncomfortable and it brings on feelings of claustrophobia for people. So there's unfortunately statistics show 60% of the people don't use it. And that's really an amazing opportunity for dentistry because maybe we can help fill those gaps in, you know, and account for these numbers um, for the people that, you know, just can't tolerate it. They, You know, we can help people, you know, breathe in bigger quantities of oxygen and less hardware on their face. So, you know, we're just having something in your mouth just an appliance and, and I think it's showing huge strides and huge changes for people and it's awesome that we can partner with physicians and help these people. So, you know, we don't do this on our own. We do this as a team with, with the physician, with your physician or physicians in town in general that need our help. So um, it's a team approach. It's not something that we do on our own but it is something that we can do and make a big difference for people to really get down into that deeper sleep. Um, The deepest part of our sleep cycle, it's actually called the N3 stage, and it's where our bodies repair and rebuild our immune systems and maintain health. So if we have sleep apnea, the biggest take-home message is we don't get to this N3 stage, and our immune systems are compromised. And let me tell you, in this environment we're living in now, We need our immune systems to be at their peak, so everyone needs to be getting high-quality, deep sleep. And that is why I wanted to talk about this along with the COVID vaccine, because I think they go hand-in-hand every step of the way. Um, There's nothing more important than keeping your immune system in tip-top shape, and there's nothing more important than um, looking into getting your COVID vaccination. And there's a point where we feel at Prairie Dental Group, we really want to be stepping up and help helping both of those situations.
0: And, Doctor, we're, we're just about out of time here, unfortunately, so we want to let people know how to reach you and Prairie Dental Group the rest of the week.
1: Yeah, but I was just going to say we'd love to help, and um, we can be reached at 217-546-0412. And this information will also be available on our website as the weeks um, and, and days are changing and and things are being announced in in the future moments of time.
0: And of course, updates here every week as well on Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSano. Doctor, always appreciate it. We will talk again soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.